I'm Jo Moores and welcome to the Jo Yoga Life Diaries. Here at my podcast we discuss life yogically as a parent, as a girlfriend, as a sister, as a friend and we just talk about the ups and downs of life and how we can live a better, more spiritually aware lifestyle. I'm a Kundalini yoga teacher, a children's yoga teacher, a mama and I'm the founder of the Kundalini Connections online yoga studio. Enjoy the show. Um, welcome to this episode of the Joe Yoga Life Diaries. So last week I was talking about your immune system and gave you tips on how to strengthen your immune system. So if you missed that and you need a little bit of that, then head back and have a listen. But today I want to expand a little bit on not just the physical stuff that we can do to help us get through this season, but also the mental stuff and, you know, practical little things um, that can help you mentally. So as an example, my energy at the moment is up and down, like just off the scale up and down from being able to you know, just do all the jobs in the world and do all the cleaning and do all the stuff down to, I'd just like to sit on the couch and watch Christmas movies and do very little or even stay in bed and watch trash TV. And that's, that's literally where my energy levels are at at the moment. There isn't much middle ground. And for those of you that know me, you know, I'm a sad sufferer. I'm, uh, I have seasonal affective disorder and I manage it really, really well and have done for many years now using a light box, using just general practices like getting outside every day, being near a window, not wearing sunglasses for five months of the year um, and just doing the general practices that I do to keep me healthy and to keep me sane. And for anyone else that suffers with this, you'll know how debilitating it is and how difficult it, it is to get people to understand. Those who don't suffer with it, they really do just think it's just kind of like, eh, you know, you're down in the dumps kind of thing. But it's a genuine chemical disorder in the brain that makes life quite challenging and makes life quite difficult. So if you are like me and you suffer with this as well, please reach out, please, because it's so wonderful to be able to share and to know that you're not alone and you know it's it's okay and so yeah we get to this time of year and yes my energy is massively up and down and once the clocks go back and we have so little daylight I have to be really really aware of where I am and almost um, preempt how my mood is going to be and you don't know from one day to the next and the biggest thing I do is give myself a massive break. I have a tiny to-do list. I basically just see what I need to do. That week, I'll find two or three major jobs to do with my work that I need to get done. And when they get done in that week, doesn't really matter. I'm super, super organized. If I've got deadlines coming up, I make sure I'm a couple of weeks ahead of those deadlines so that I don't feel the pressure and I don't start to spiral into the feeling of having not got done what I need to get done which then just takes you in in just like that downward curve of feeling crappy of then your energy drops and then you get tired and then you cry and, and you know it's just this whole whirlpool of despair if you don't stay on top of it so and I laugh because if you don't laugh, you cry, but I know what those feelings are like. And so I know how important it is that, 
you know, to be very aware of how I'm feeling. So I have this very small to-do list. And so some days, like I say, I'll be totally on it and I will get all my jobs done. Um, my job anyway is my energy is given out a lot. Teaching children's yoga, I am, my energy is all out there for others there's very little left for myself you know I walk into the room and I'm on it straight away because if I'm not on it these children will just take charge of the class so I have to be on it and you have to be on it continuously for the entire time you're teaching you cannot let your attention drop so my job is a lot of expelling energy so when I'm not teaching face to face I am conserving my energy I'm at home I'm comfy I'll be doing mind work, I'll be doing things that make me happy, that make me smile, and there is a lot, a lot of self-care. And from the outside in, it might even look like I am being a little indulgent, and I don't care that that's what that looks like. Because yes, I will have a bath on a Tuesday morning, and yes, I will sit and have a really lovely cup of tea and curl up in an armchair and do some journaling, because that's what I need to be doing to keep me functioning. I need to stay very alert and very aware of how things are going on inside and what my energy is like. So if you're one of these people who are finding, you know, just this whole transition in the seasons, you're feeling a little bit low or maybe tired, you do need more sleep anyway, as I say, go back to the last episode because I talk very much about sleep in that one. Um, but on the mental side of things, you know, it's okay to have downtime. It's okay to have either quiet time reading or dossing in front of a movie or going out just for a walk or, or watching trash TV or watching a Christmas movie, having a bath, drinking a nice drink. You know, these are good things. If they fill you up and make you feel joyful, then that's great. Use those days to fill up your cup. Use those days for your self-care. Your self-care really needs to change quite dramatically coming into winter. It's much more of a nurturing thing. Um, In the summer, my self-care might be a little bit more active, but in the winter, it is nurturing. My power animal is a mama bear. And I think of a mama bear... You know, in the winter, she goes into hibernation with her cubs and she just snuggles down and, you know, loses half her body weight. And then in the spring, she wakes up full of energy with her babies and goes and eats and have a lot of food. You know, that's, I think that's me on a soul level. I could quite happily hibernate and then just, you know, with my cub and then just wake up in spring and that would be wonderful. But obviously I can't do that. And to be honest, I do like winter. I do like the bright, crisp, sunny days where the sky is big and that bluey white colour. And I do like it. You know, I love Christmas. I love the fairy lights, the sparkle. I love the atmosphere. I love the gift giving. You know, I love all of the things that come with winter. And um, so, yeah. So I take that back. I don't want to hibernate. I want to enjoy it. But to enjoy it, I've got to make sure that my health cup is full up. So, self-care, baths, nurturing food, nurturing drinks, giving yourself a break. Don't have to do all of the jobs. Make your to-do list a little bit smaller and those jobs will get done at some point this week when the energy is right. And if they don't, they don't. 
It's about giving yourself a break, taking the path of least resistance. We cannot work on the same level during winter months as we can in the summer months. As natural beings connected to the earth, connected to the planet, that is not how we are on a cellular level. So therefore we need to change it up and we need to do what's right for us. So connect with what's right for you this season. Connect with what's going to get you through, what's going to make you happy. Is it that hot bath? Is it that lovely walk? Is it to read a book, to snuggle up with a cup of tea? Is it actually to get some work done because my head's in that game right now and I can do some planning or I can do some work that I was going to do, whether it be a blog or whatever you're doing, do some work. You know, those days, use them wisely and those rest days, use those wisely. Yeah, notice your energies, be really comfy with them. Uh, coming up in December, I'm going to do my 12 days of Christmas yoga challenge again, which I did last year. Absolutely loved it. It's the 12 days leading up to Christmas. We get together and do a little 25 minute yoga practice each morning um, to set, start the day. And we focus on really, really, you know, good things like minimalism and, and peace and clarity and things like that to get us leading up to Christmas Eve, I think is the last one. Yeah, we start on the 13th. Yeah, Christmas Eve is the last one. You won't get me doing yoga on Christmas day. I'll be drinking Bucks Fizz and eating my body weight in stuffing. Uh, so yeah, the uh, 12 days of Christmas yoga challenge is coming up. So by all means, you can reg register for that. I'll pop the link in the show notes. Um, but other than that, take it really easy. Have a good time. Be joyful. Share with me how you feel. If you're a sad sufferer, please reach out to me. Let us connect. And I'll be back next week, probably with a meditation for you because I think it's about time we did one together. And I'll see you then. Love you lots. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. Please feel free to leave a review. That's how we share the love, share the magic. And please feel free to share this episode. If you want any more from me and you want to practice with me, then go to realjoyoga.com and get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for listening. With all my love and light, I'll see you next time.